That Gua would become a literate nation in one year? I asked. She nodded. Yes, he said that. We're really going to do it, Abuela. We really are. And I want to be a part of it. Papi leaned forward, about to interrupt. But once again, Abuela raised her hand. How do you want to help, Laura? Well... Today there was a poster at school. The government is calling on all of us who can read and write to teach the citizens who don't know how. The poster said, That doesn't mean, Poppy said, that the government expects 13-year-old girls who have never left their homes, whose parents care for and protect them. If the government is not seeking young girls, why is there a poster in a girl's secondary school? Abuela asked. It doesn't make sense, he muttered. What did the poster say, Laura? It called for young men and women to join an army of young literacy teachers. It said, the home of a family of campesinos who cannot read or write is waiting for you now. Don't let them down. And what made you think the call was for you, Laura? I can read and write. Really, I'm quite a good student. Shouldn't I share what I have with someone who needs it? Isn't that what you've always said, Bobby? That we children should share what we have with those less fortunate? I didn't mean... Your parents have taught you well, Laura. We are called on to share what we have with those less fortunate. But the child has no idea how primitive conditions are in the country. There's no electricity. There is no running water. My father began, only to be interrupted by Mama. I've heard that those campesinos don't even have proper toilets. It was hard to ignore the anguish in my mother's voice. You've hardly ever been out of Havana, Papi added. You've never even spent a night away from home, not even at my mother's house, Mama wailed. Abuela heard out their complaints before she turned to me. It will be a hard life, she said. Your father is right. You can't imagine how hard. I know, I said. But of course, I knew nothing, except that I wanted to be a part of the campaign. The girl in the poster was wearing a uniform. I looked at her smiling face, and for the first time in my life, imagined what it might feel like to be truly free. No one telling me not to play in the sun or mess up my nice dress. I didn't want to spend the next few years of my life just sitting still so that someday I would be able to make a proper marriage. I wanted to do something, be someone. My father stood up. Do you want to throw away your life? No, I want to live it. And break your mother's heart. No, no, Bobby. I want to make you both proud of me. They killed that boy. He muttered the words as he sat down heavily, his head in his hands. My heart gave a jerk. We all knew the story of the young literacy worker who was killed by the bandidos in January. For a long time, or what seemed like a long time to me, no one said anything. Finally, Abuela leaned forward and put her small hand on my shoulder, but she was looking at Papi.
Remember, Paolo, how we have longed and prayed for a new day in our country? She said. Well, that new day, the one we prayed for, the one your brother died for, is here. I was looking at my grandmother, not at Papi, but the sigh he gave was deeper than a sob. Abuela was quiet for a minute and then went on. With a new day, my son, must come new people. We who are old must learn from the young how to change. She stroked my shoulder. I know it will be hard, Lora, harder than you can ever imagine. So, will you promise to come home if it is too hard? I nodded. She studied my face as though she were reading my heart. Finally, she spoke.